listening to episode 20 of the How Do We Get Here podcast, Yay. a five-star Yay. podcast. I'm Morris in Ann Arbor, Michigan with Chad in Las Vegas. Uh, how long did you plan that <laughs> intro? I, I wrote it out a couple of times. I did something special for the 20th episode. Oh, happy 20th. Yeah, I'm going to drop in some sound clips of you saying, Yay. Yay. Um, where's our 19th episode, though? I was asked that today, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's out there. What do you mean? Uh, Carlos couldn't see it. Um, Evan listened to it, oh, okay. and it's in my feed. All right. Well, Carlos is just a big old dummy then. Yay. Carlos needs a new iPhone. <laughs> I didn't look for it, so. <laughs> do you see it in your phone? No, I don't even know how to do that. But I can't hear you anymore, so Hello. that's good. Hello. Hello? <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. What's happening? Was, uh, it just wasn't working. Oh. All right. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll edit that out. Uh, Anyways. 20 seconds of silence provided by... Yay. That's where you put our sponsor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, I see it. Do you see it? I mean, on the screenshot, you just sent me sure. I, in your feed. I don't even know how to do that anymore. I haven't looked in a while. I think Evan told me that he listened to it. So it's out there. Good job getting it live all by yourself. Yeah, it took me about 40 minutes. So I probably won't be doing that again. So people will be listening to the 20th, 20th episode in six years. Um, I was, yeah, I can get to episode 19. Yeah, see, so Carlos just needs a new iPhone. Carlos is a big old dummy. He needs to get an iPhone X, boost up that uh, Apple stock price. I don't think he uh, supports iPhones at all. So How does he listen I'll, to this? I don't know. We, we tried to talk about that before, but... Oh, he has iTunes on his Windows computer? Um, yeah. Or something? Well, he has Mac computers... He probably gets it through that iTunes then. That iTunes. He should get an iPhone then, regardless. Are we going to sponsor by Apple? Is that your, I your want way of telling us? Yes. Everyone that's listening probably already has an iPhone, except for Carlos, but get a new iPhone. <laughs> Why do you just assume that, man? You have an X, don't you? No, it's older. Oh, well, it's time for you to get an X, too. <laughs> Aren't they really big? I'm um, going I think you can get a regular sized one with a notch. Oh yeah, the notch. That's the difference. Right. They sold a lot of notches. <laughs> They're the first trillion trillion dollar company on the stock market. Because of their notch selling? I thought it wasn't doing well. Yeah, that's that's what the people that short their stock want you to think. Uh, I have big news in the stock world. What's that? Um, HMNY. Yeah, so that did the reverse split thing. And then it went back down to $1. It's down to $0.10 cents again. <laughs> so um, I bought one stock at $0.10 cents right. to see if they do another reverse split because that's the only way they're going to stay on the. Um, I read that when the price plummeted for the second time, they were planning on... Like they were going into, um, I guess, like defensive maneuvers. 
and was trying to block out as many people from buying tickets online as possible. Oh yeah, they like shut down. They uh, like the app just wouldn't work apparently. Right. Um, then they had to borrow a bunch of money to get it back working. Right. But so I'm betting on a reverse split because last time they just rounded up. Yeah. So that's why I bought one stock in case they round up. <laughs> How I don't even understand how they can round up because then who where does that money come from? It's not money, it's the stocks. They're just giving out their stocks. But that stock plummets so quickly because it's literally valueless. I didn't have enough time <laughs> to sell it. To sell it because it took till the end of the day to get my one extra stock last time. Right. And it had dropped like fifteen dollars by then. Yeah, so then I lost that on fifteen dollars. You should have still sold it for ten dollars. I should have sold one for as much as I could have. Right. So I ended up selling the other one. They, I sold them both for $7 each. Oh, that's pretty good. So you should have gotten 10, 70, 10 cents shares. No. <laughs> I, I, uh, no, I actually didn't do anything with that money. So I lied. I, 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 so do you have like money lying around in your account right now? Oh, no, I did. I, what did I do with it? You just took it out. I don't even know. I didn't take it out. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> So if you sold two of them, you sold one of them or two of them for $7? Two of them for $7. So you should have $14. No, I think I had $30 just sitting in there, so I used the $14 plus $30. So you had $44? But I I bought something, so. Oh, what did you buy? I I need to know. BAM, BAM, BAM. What the hell is that? Um, (laughs) It was my mom's name, Bambi. Right. So what else do you need to know? Brookfield Asset Management. What the hell? What is that? They operate assets, uh, focus on real estate, renewable power, and infrastructure. Did you just buy this because why did you buy it? It showed up on a list of uh, renewable energy stocks to look at. Okay. But then I was like, I like the name. I'm going to buy that as soon as $40. Oh, my God. This is uh, it's also a div- it, they pay dividends, so I'm gonna just sit on that forever. How much is the dividend? Um, it says one point two eight, and so is that one cent per share? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Let's find out. So my other dividend, um, was forty two cents a share. It's well. So the last time they had a dividend, which was November two thousand sixteen. Uh, it was thirteen cents. Yeah, so that forty-one dollars is soon to become forty-one dollars and thirteen cents. <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking at their chart, and it looks like this is like at the height of their price, like literally no further movement. No, man, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, their fifty-two week high is forty-four dollars. Right, so you have one dollar of upward potential movement. Yeah. If it falls below 40, I'll buy another stock. So, mm. investing advice, no one buy BAM. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't buy, like, a video game, like Blizzard or uh, Take-Two or something. like $7 billion. No, Blizzard is, like, $70. Yeah, I didn't have $70. You almost had $70. I felt stupid like just leaving that $30 
in my account because doing nothing. So right, you know, get something up that's how Robinhood operates. That's how they make they their money. Sit on that money, right? Because you're not making the interest. Um, Activision's at seventy three. Their high is eighty one. Their low is fifty seven. Yeah, I'll see, buy it. It's got upward movement. I mean, percentage wise, that's about the same amount of upward movement as I got. Right, but you can buy more uh, shares. Their dividend yield is even less. So, while I'm raking in the thirteen cents in the next quarter, you're going to be crying, crying <laughs> I, all over your Blizzard. So, all right, let me ask you this because I think you've mentioned this in the past before, but I'm curious if this is how you make these types of decisions. Like mm-hmm. when you put money into a stock, do you have to agree with what they do? Yes. So it's not like it's not like That's strictly it's not like strictly a money making thing. Right. I want to support like causes that I care about. Man, you are like Actually, that's not even true cuz um like I was looking at renewable stocks, but that was specifically because Trump was putting so many restrictions on them. So I was like all these stocks are going to go down. So you And then as soon as he's gone, they'll all jump back up. Wow. Long-term play. <laughs> That's really long. Well, how, do you think? No, it's like a year and a half, man. Don't yeah, say that. He's got Don't like, say that. So you got another year and a half of the stock prices of to go down, potentially. Right. <laughs> I mean, then you just keep buying, man. You just keep buying. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't lose until you sell. That's why... Uh, I got the stock that had forty two cents a share dividend. Which which in, was that? Uh, Pattern Energy. Okay. That's it. Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted lady names. <laughs> Apparently. So everybody go out and buy these stocks so that Chad doesn't lose his forty dollars. No, everyone go buy one stock in HMNY and let's see if we can <laughs> So buy in one like increments one at a, like one share at a time to drive the price up. One, because if it does, so they did two hundred and fifty reverse split. Like right, two hundred and fifty became one. So if you have one, what are they going to do? So they got to round it up to two hundred and fifty. At some point, the the stock market, whatever index they're on, mm-hmm. could get tired of their crap and just be like, "Get out of here! You're delisted." <laughs> And then they used to oh, go bankrupt. The thing I read was that they have ten days or something, right, to get their to whole above the number, right. Otherwise, but it already happened once, which is why they did the reverse split. But I read something that they're just gonna have to do it again. Also curious, where yeah. where are you reading these things? Um, what website? I, I just like Google stuff. <laughs> and then I read the news. So I could have written articles and then been like, yeah. By HMNY, it's gonna go up times forty. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe that. <laughs> so I Google like um, uh, um, renewable energy energy stocks with dividends. Right. That's the kind of thing I Google. Oh man! So like, you could have bought. So I looked at the day, like the one day chart of HMNY. Yeah. You could have bought at like ten cents, right? And then did it fall below ten? I think the lowest was ten, and then you could sell at eleven cents or twelve cents. 
I don't think, I mean, the, the movement is down, so. No, I know, but I mean, it goes up at times and then goes back down, yeah. goes up and then goes so back down. So I actually, I only have, I haven't bought it. I just have it queued for tomorrow because I was too late. Oh, do you have, so. do you use limit orders? Yeah. Or is it just I mean? a market buy? Don't, oh, market buy. Don't do a market buy. <laughs> you will get screwed. No, it said for 11 cents. So it's a limit order, right? Maybe maybe I did the wrong one. So if you do a market you, order, it's going to sell it to you. Probably whatever it is. Yeah, at whatever price is out there, whatever the ask uh, price is. If you do the limit buy, then you can set whatever price you want to buy it for. Okay. But I so I, like 10.50 a.m. today, you could have got it at 12 cents, 0.1234. I don't get to just sit around and... Uh, Look at this. And then like an hour later, you could have sold it for 15 cents. So I'm going to, so do you just put all these uh, limit buys and then sells all in together? No. So you do the limit buy, right? You got to figure out what price you want to be comfortable at when you buy it. So I'm going to try to buy it at 10 cents then. Okay. Because right now it's at 11 cents. So it might not hit. That's the thing. Oh, it'll hit. It's been going like, it's been losing about 50% a day. So, but then you have to be ready to sell, like when it goes up a cent. Yeah, I'm not going to be. I mean, I've never seen a chart like this before. I looked at the one week chart. Yeah. This is amazing. Um, So the 52 week high is $9,714. Right. Because of the split. Yeah. And the low is less than 10 cents See, but this is the other tricky thing right it's like they do this stuff and then people that don't know come in and they look at this and they're like oh man at some point it was three thousand dollars a share but like nobody ever paid three thousand dollars a share for this right. yeah that's deceptive that's that's what they're trying to do Yep. although usually when companies do reverse splits it doesn't drop that quickly <laughs> right Right. Usually they have a plan or something. That's, These guys seem to not have a plan. That's to like prevent them from like having such a low number and then it just went right back down again. I haven't I haven't been reading the news about them, but when I saw that it kept going down, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy one stock. Well, so what's really funny is that on um on the Reddit there's a subreddit for um specifically Robinhood users. Yeah. Who apparently are just really stupid. Yeah. And they always ask like ridiculous questions like, can I get a refund on my stocks? I picked the wrong stocks. Aww. And so when that whole reverse split happened, people like woke up the next day thinking that they had made like thousands of dollars when really it was Aww. just like a glitch. And like every post was what happened? Like my account says I have like a million dollars now. Oh, jeez. That's a bad glitch for Robin Hood, though. Right, but then they just correct it. Yeah. But it's... I never saw that. I mean, there were a lot of screenshots that morning. Funny. And then it was a lot Hopefully of... Hopefully I'm not paying any attention, so... It was a lot then, of, like, my account says $1 million, and I want to withdraw, but it won't let me. <laughs> you weren't fast enough, buddy. Sorry. You just lost it all. Right. You had it for that split second. But the ones asking for refunds is the best. That's pretty funny. Because then people, like, there are some people that are basically, like, just internet trolls, I guess. And they're like, you can only get a refund if you ever recede. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does Robinhood sit on that subreddit and, like, answer for real? No. 
I don't, I mean, Robinhood itself barely has a customer service department. Oh. They don't charge any fees. So, right. So, what are, where are they making their money? The, the $30 that you left sitting in your account. No, how much did they make off of me? They probably put it in Peggy and made uh, 44 cents. It's kind of crazy because sometimes you see people, like I see screenshots of people that have hundreds of thousands of dollars in Robinhood. Yeah. So What's crazy about that? Those people have too much money. Give us some. Well, if you have that much money, we shouldn't be using Robinhood. Oh, right. We should be using something that has faster like execution times. Right. Robinhood sometimes will not execute. Like, so HMNY, right? Case in point. Mm-hmm. If for whatever reason something even crazier happens with that stock price, which I can't imagine what it would be, but if like everyone floods the market to do something, like even if you put in the like sell order, it might take a while yeah. for it to go through. Right. Well, so one thing about that stock in particular, I don't know anything about any stocks really, but um, there's just a bunch outstanding. So if you say you want to buy it, there's one already there to buy. Oh. That's you know yeah, right. I think. How do you know there's outstanding shares? I, I read that somewhere. <laughs> Trying to get technical, and I, I don't. Is that a th- I don't even know that's a thing. I just assume that's how stocks work. There's just like a pile of stocks somewhere. There's a finite like <laughs> amount of shares. Right. Yeah. But they don't have to all be owned. Right. That's. I think they call that the float. Yeah. <laughs> Totally, that's what they call it. I'm scared to open another tab in my computer in case it just crashes the yeah, podcast again. So I can't, I can't. Uh, full sc- full screen it. Leave it. It's <laughs> so tempting. I was. I said I was going to be buying uh, pinball machines while we were podcasting, but I can't right now. Which pinball machine? The Cubs one. Oh, what year was? There's it a Chicago been? Cubs. Uh, 1985. Are there depictions of players on it? Are there what? Depictions of players on it? Uh, not, not, uh, like just real actual players from 1985. Just white dudes in baseball hats. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't, it does have the Cubs logo. It's not like where you used to see commercials where it was just like a blank hat. Right. It's like a Derek Jeter in a blank, dark blue hat. I mean, so did they change the, or did they make the board to look like Wrigley Field and stuff? Like I mean, Ivy? stop making me want to Google it. So the back, the background is Wrigley Field, and then the actual playing surface looks like a field. Right. I don't know if it specifically looks like Wrigley. I mean, I hope so. I don't know how they cut the grass in 1985. And I mean, there should be like a pitcher's mound in the center, and maybe the flippers have like baseball bats, and maybe even the ball is a baseball. Actually, no, it's not that crazy. The least detail, the, the ball shouldn't be a baseball because you need that like chrome or whatever metal it is. Um, so it has like the iconic sign in the background. How much is it? Um, this one is $6,500. I saw one that sold in like two years ago for in the 3000s. Yeah, it's just a generic baseball field. HMNY is going to have to go up a lot for that to happen. <laughs> My one stock. Right. It'll need to go to $9,000. 
it can it was there at some point <laughs> right in the past year it was there um yeah so i went to the movies alone yesterday yeah what'd you see i saw ant-man 2 oh two thumbs up yeah it, all right let's get the uh 60 second review with morris podcast uh movie, movie reviews with morris and Ed morris oh I, I can do this probably in like 10 seconds okay all right ready yep all right it was very good lots of lots of ant-man and wasp the end <laughs> i i read that it should be called the wasp, the wasp and ant-man or something yeah evangeline lily is in it a lot and Paul Rudd is not in it as much, but it's still very mm-hmm. much like a Paul Rudd. Like he's still, still a central character. I'm not gonna say that I don't love love that girl because I don't know who she is. But um, the Wasp, Paul Rudd is way hotter. <laughs> the Wasp, you don't know who she is? No, she was in Lost, and she was okay. also the female uh, elf from the Hobbit movies. <laughs> There was a female elf. Yeah, the 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 love interest of one of the dwarves. Oh, elf. Yeah, yeah, I was you know, dwarves. Doriel or something. I don't even know why I know this. You're the one that like you're the one that likes the movies. What's the actress's name? Evangeline Lilly. I don't even like those movies, and I know this. Did you know they're coming out with a TV show on Amazon? Or uh, I, uh, I don't even know. Yeah, Amazon. It's one of those. Yeah. They're gonna try to make it like a Game of Thrones. Uh, it's weird because we've already seen the whole, like all the books. What are they gonna use? Like we know everything from the book. Supposedly, it will be the precursor, that Cimmerillion book. Oh, okay. so it'll be everything about Prince Aragon, or not Prince Aragon, just Aragon. Um, how do you say this girl's first name? Ev- Woman's first name? Evangeline. Evangeline Lilly says she was cornered into doing partially nude scenes. Have you seen that? Um, I in Lost. I had, I watched well. Lost. I don't remember her being naked. I mean, it was on ABC, so yeah. How naked could she, she be? She might have showed like a maybe like a butt cheek. I don't think she was What's naked that? in this movie. It's Marvel. All right, this is a new segment called Chad watches a butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> on his phone. What? Can you hear that? I can hear it, but it doesn't sound like English. It's like her... What's it called when she messes up a lot? Oh, bloopers. I don't see any butts. The outtake reel. Anyways, it was a very good movie. And also, Paul Rudd is very good. And I actually enjoyed the fact that he had a little daughter in it. It was very heartwarming. Hmm. What is the, does the daughter have a power? No. I mean, he barely has a power. <laughs> what is his power? He gets really tiny. Yeah, but it comes, is that not true? it comes from a suit. He's not like a mutant. He has technology. Nanotechnology. Oh. Um, so, I've been reading a lot of comic books lately. Anything good? I, um, I went back to 20, the early 2010s. <laughs> okay. To read uh, X Men, all right. Um, from when the Uncanny X Men, the new, uh, the Return of the Phoenix. Oh, I hated the Phoenix stuff. <laughs> the Return of the Phoenix, or you hated the original Phoenix? The original stuff. I found it to be really boring. 
Mm. Mm. Do you find it to be really interesting? Uh, well, the second one, yeah. Like, uh, even in the original cartoons, and even in the movies, like the X-Men movies, I mm-hmm. find this Phoenix stuff to be, like, super boring. Oh, it happens in the movies? I didn't even know that. It happens at the very end of the third one, I think. And then, But it's the original Phoenix with Jean Grey. Right. I don't know why. I just find it really boring. I'm going to say it again. find it really boring. <laughs> well, I, I would guess that you would also find this iteration of it to be boring. I don't know what happened in the first one, but it's she, a Phoenix thing. She comes back again as the Phoenix? Does she, come, does she like leave the Phoenix to become Jean Grey? No, it's like the Phoenix power oh. is coming again to to this girl a different girl yeah and then um so it's avengers versus x-men is what it came from so the avengers and x-men were fighting over this girl i hope they never make that movie it's a perfect movie yeah but when i read that i was like this would be a perfect movie this like the current iteration of x-men movies are like not on the same level as the avengers movies like how do you mean that Days of a Future Past, like so. All right, the X Men movies that came out in the early two thousands were like pretty good, but they don't hold up anymore. Like I wouldn't watch them again. And then Days of the, and then like the third and the fourth one or whatever were stupid. And then like Days of the Future Past, where James McAvoy is Professor X, like they were good. Like the first two were good, and then that third one with Apocalypse is terrible. I don't know if I've seen any of these. You, I thought you watched X Men movies. I thought I did too, but none of that sounds familiar. I don't know who James McAvoy is though. So when they did Young Professor X, when he has hair, um, oh yeah, this guy, right. So the first uh-huh. two I thought were really interesting, and then they made a third That's... one. Okay. And that was horrible. Hmm. Meanwhile, all of the Avengers movies that I've seen recently, speaking of, I watched three of them this week alone, were all terrible, or were all awesome. Oh. Yeah, I don't like any of the uh, the characters from Avengers. They're all really boring to me. Spider-Man? I don't care about their superhero, their powers. Spider-Man. I like his humor. I like Spider-Man's humor. Have you seen the most recent Spider-Man I believe so because that's where I get his humor from. Homecoming? Because I don't remember his. Spider Man. I don't remember Toby McGuire being very funny. So that was not the most recent one. That was the first ones. No, I know. Oh. But so I, I, I know that he's funny though because of the movies. Right. So the most recent one that came out last year, I just watched for the first time on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I would highly recommend it. I don't know any. I don't know if I've seen any of these. I just need to watch them all again, I guess. I, so this week I watched that first, and then I watched the Ant Man movie in the theaters, and then last night I watched the Avengers movie at night. You're nerdier than I am. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I just decided. I just went on that kick. Spider Man Homecoming was really good because it was very high schooly. Did you ever mm. watch that TV show, Freaks and Geeks? Yeah, I love that show. So it was basically that, but with Spider-Man in it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen that. I don't know, though. The kid that, I'll just watch the kid that plays Spider-Man is like, I guess he's very young. He was like the youngest actor to do Spider-Man. Was that the first time he's been Spider-Man? 
he was briefly Spider-Man before in like one of the other Avengers movies, but this was like his first movie. Like I don't even know then. Yeah. I've seen that kid in something because yeah. I've seen young kid. You're not talking about Andrew Garfield or whatever, right? I don't know. I don't know anybody's. How do you know all these people's names? I barely know Spider Man. Um, I don't know why I know these names, but it's not Tobey Maguire. He has like very like light hair. He's like a very skinny, geeky looking kid. I don't know. Like he might be fourteen in real life. Oh. Anyway. I'll go ask uh, Jess what movies I've seen. <laughs> Anyways, this movie, this Spider Man movie, the kid's really young and he's fourteen and he's in high school and he sucks at being at basically being Spider Man. And it's Tom Holland? Yes, him. Yeah, I've totally seen him. And basically Iron Man is like his mentor. Yeah, right. he's like obsessed with Iron Man. Yeah. I thought that was a really good movie. Yeah, I remember liking it. I have this. Is, I have seen this, yes. Um, did you ever get to see the, the Infinity <laughs> War movie? No. That's new, right? Yeah, that's the recent one. I won't spoil it for you. No, I gotta watch them all. I gotta go on a, I gotta go on a kick like you did, I guess. Um, anyway, now I don't. I've seen this. The reason why I brought up the movie is because when I was at the movie theater, and this is why HMNY will never work out is because I paid six bucks for this movie. But <laughs> right, um, in the theater there was me, I think five other people, and two of those people or three of those people was a father with his two year old. And then later, in the middle of the movie, I realized that he also had a one-year-old with him. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if he had to pay for those tickets. I bet not. I hope not, because the one-year-old, I think, woke up halfway through it and then eventually went back to sleep. And the two-year-old just kind of ran around for a while. I don't think you can go up to the ticket counter and be like, my kid was asleep the whole time. Can I get my money back? I bet he didn't have to pay for it. I bet he bought one ticket. The two, this two-year-old didn't even sit in his seat. It's like a flight. How old um, until you have to pay for a kid on a flight? Uh, two years old. Yeah, so probably about the same as that. Yeah, that, I had to do that. in your lap. I had to do that, and it really it was a big, big kick to the wallet. Oh, actually, pay for her ticket. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty pretty worthless. <laughs> well, so. Unless you take up the seat that she's supposed to be. So it really, what sucked was like paying for the ticket, but then it was kind of nice because then we had three seats in a row. Right. And And just a tiny person in between you. Right. And then actually on the way out, there was only two seats on each side. So I got to sit by myself. Mm. (laughs) Um, I, you could have just, you could have bought those tickets your whole life, you know, know. you didn't have to have a kid to buy that extra ticket. waste of money i'm pretty sure that like if the airplane the airline like realized that you did that they would just sell it and not give you your money back yeah probably and how would you keep people from sitting next to you right. you're like no that's my seat also i have this ticket <laughs> i bought this seat. it was nice because then she had her own bags oh and then, like the space under what the airline seat. uh it was JetBlue. so is it free checked bags or just the no, all the carry the carry-on so it was like i mean we got to use the space under her seat in front of her and then above so it was like instead of if she sat on my lap we'd only have four bags plus her diaper bag but then because she had her own ticket it was six bags yeah but you're also carrying six bags of her crap I know. so we we did five 
but it was still good to have the space underneath the seats. I guess. I, I guess. I don't, I don't want to have to pay for the ticket anyways, but if they're going to make me do it, I got to look at it this way. Yeah, I got I to gotta look for the silver lining here. Um, anyways. Yeah, you're not selling having a kid just for all this. Uh, and especially with the father in the movie theater. Although he, that guy was like a hero in my eyes. He was super. He was the real superhero. Yeah, he was set, right? I mean, he managed to keep those kids in the movie theater before the movie started, and then he stuck around for the post-credits. He still had 20, 22 hours left in the day to survive, though. So. I mean, like, the one-year-old started crying in the middle of the movie, and that's how I knew he was... That's how I knew he had two kids with him. And then he, like, disappeared for, like, a few minutes. And then he came back, and the kid stopped crying. But then the two-year-old climbed up on the chair and was like, Daddy! Daddy! <laughs> how close were you sitting to these people? There was only... Four pe- five people in the whole theater. Uh, I was like in the same row, but on the opposite end. It's a very small oh. theater. Um, I wanted to. S- I want to see uh, the the Winnie the Pooh movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> what go with me. You should go by yourself. It's very liberating. Ewan, Ewan McGregor. He, so they showed the trailer for that, and then for some reason, like after they showed the trailer, they had him talk about the movie, like before Ant Man. Yeah, why wouldn't you want you and McGregor to talk about your movie? Because usually, like, they don't have the actors talk about the movies during the trailers. They want They don't have enough like actual movie to show. Is that what you're saying? It's just a very odd choice. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I have a white people's court. I witnessed it this week, <laughs> and it's right. not the girl down the hallway with all the trash in front of her door. Yeah, I've been getting. Uh, constant updates about that girl that is crazy that's a lot of shit out there it just keeps growing there's at least four dog carriers in there you said she has one dog right Mm. anyways i'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to argue with this white people's court okay so every day when i go to run i run by a planned parenthood and there's always old white people standing out front protesting at like 9 in the morning or 9.30 in the morning. You think that's a white person thing? I only see white people in front of, like, I've only seen white protesters in front of Planned Parenthood. I hope you're only seeing the old protesters, too. Yes. Well, one time I saw, like, a whole gaggle of, like, I think, I don't know where they were from, but there were some kids in that group in Boston. Like, they all got off of, like, two school buses and they stood in front of the Planned Parenthood. With, like, elementary school kids? No, like, high school kids. That's awful. Yeah, but they were being led by adults. That's so, so messed up. All white. <laughs> um, yes, I can see this being a white person thing. <laughs> and the thing is, is that the one here is like not on a, like it's on a heavily trafficked road, but there's like, I with, a, with the exception of me, no one else is going to just happen to walk by. And when I'm passing by, it's like usually around like 9 or 9.30 in the morning. And it's like one or two old people with like signs up. And I don't know what they're doing. Why don't you get in a fight with them? I've thought about it. But I look at them and I give them a dirty look and I shake my head. Yeah. But also you're Asian, so they they want you to go back to your country. They, but they you like you mean Boston? Okay. 
they hold up like those ridiculous signs with like the like the very like graphic photos. Wow. Like I've, uh, yeah, man, I, I really. I've thought about. I guess isn't gonna look into this episode now. I've thought about <laughs> volunteering to like do the escort things in Boston. Like, have you seen yeah. that before? No, but you like walk people in because there's like that. Um, so on the ground, on the on the, they have to like paint like a half circle. It's like the radius to where the protesters can't go inside of. But they still go in there. And then, like, I've seen very, like, timid-looking girls with, like, the, the Planned Parenthood vest stand right on the edge. But then they don't do a very good job either. Because then they're just, like, standing inside the circle. But, like, if yeah. someone's going in there, they're going to have to cross through the protesters. So it's, like, the escorts should stand outside of the protesters. Oh, right, yeah. But they're, like... It's like, you have to get through all those gross people. Right. But I'll help you walk the last... 10 feet when you already don't need them right um yeah well you should do that just wear like catcher's gear well they don't barrel through they don't need me here it's like two old people on lawn chairs (laughs) you need to run them over you need to physically disrupt their lives like it's it's really strange because i mean it's in such a position it's like in a location where it's like next to like like gas stations and like sub shops and like McDonald's. Like there's nothing, like no one's walking by there because it's like no one walks around here. And then there they are. (laughs) I, so I know being old, you lose the ability to do some stuff, but (laughs) there's, there's other stuff to do. Anyways. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be a thing of the past as soon as uh, we get that age. That we don't sit there and protest stupid things like that. Yeah. It's also weird. Like, and I don't know if you've seen this before in either like Texas or Nevada or California, but when you drive yeah. around in random parts of the Midwest, like those groups will buy billboards and like they'll be on the highway and then it'll be like birth or life starts at conception. And then they just show like a very right. graphic photo like and it's on a billboard. I don't, I, I don't know if I've seen a graphic one, but I've definitely seen that in Texas. Like we see it, we didn't see it. We don't see it so much in Michigan, but like in, when we drove through Ohio, when we saw them, like both me and Melissa were like, "Holy Christ! Like why is this so large?" But they're also in places where only people that really support that, right? Like live. Yes. So. Yes. Cause we, they're not, they're not selling anything. <laughs> they're not like convincing people of anything in these backwater towns. Somehow they manage the six thousand dollars to keep that up every month. Yeah, well, there's a ton of money in bigotry. <laughs> it's an industry you should look into. <laughs> how, do, how do I invest in bigotry? <laughs> what is that? Oh, I can give you a list of names. What's their index letters or bet? There's actually. Oh man. I just look at anything Trump's invested in. Better yet, how do I, how do I invest in it now? And then when Trump gets out of the office, I'll short it, and then I'll make money both ways. No, I think it's it's probably really high right now. <laughs> I don't know what shorting it means, but you're gonna lose money um, as soon as a sane person. So in this state, apparently there's this guy, and we've seen him before. He comes around here too, but he has something called the trump bridge to unity that he 
puts on a trailer on the back of his truck. And it's like this uh-huh. big giant, like f- almost like a parade float. And it just has Trump in big giant letters with like lights and music that he plays really loudly. And he just drives around uh-huh. Michigan. How old is this guy? I don't know. But I think one of the like online newspapers like did a thing on him and he totally like he lives in his mother's basement. Nice. Um, yeah, I can only hope that those people die faster than the good people. <laughs> And I hope they die before they can start protesting Planned Parenthoods. Yeah, right. Because you have to be a certain age to start doing right. that. It's the same people. They're just a little bit older, so they can't drive. Well, here, I think old people do that. But in Boston, it was like, I feel like church groups would go. Yeah. Yeah, so let's just get rid of churches. Like, do you remember the Planned Parenthood at BU, Boston University? I don't. So it was right near the Star Market that was on the B line. And every Saturday morning when I would go for my early runs at like 7 or 8 a.m., I would see them standing there. And then I would come back an hour later and they would still be standing there. And I don't understand why they protest at like Saturday mornings. Well, because they, they have jobs. <laughs> they, have, they have jobs being cops during the is week. That, is that what <laughs> cops do? They protest on the weekends? Yeah, they're not allowed to show their hatred. Yeah, I don't know. It was always like a very strange thing because they would also block the sidewalk. And so I would run through. I would Sometimes I would run purposely through them. And then when on the way back, when I would be like nice and sweaty, I would like make sure to like get all up in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you uh, counter protested, yeah. rub sweat on them. Yeah, no, it was very scary to see angry white high school kids doing that sort of thing. Holding up pickets. Yeah. They don't know no better. They got to learn. They got to be learned. Um, Yeah. This is a depressing uh, 20th episode. (laughs) Yay. But I don't don't know if I've ever, like, actively walked by a Planned Parenthood that I knew knew what it was to... For some reason, I noticed the the sign. It's like a very, like, pale shade of purple. Mm -hmm. So we're both going to be donating uh, for our 20th episode. We'll donate $20 to Planned Parenthood. Yes, that sounds good. Tax write-off. <laughs> um, I, I already lost a ton of money on stock, so I got my taxes are good next yeah, year. Yeah, it's like free, basically. Yeah. Um, all right, so that wraps up my, my white people's court. Yeah, no defense. Guilty. <laughs> burn them all <laughs> um all right so originally i was going to talk about like weird college experiences but i think we probably only have time for like one or two weird college experiences okay and i don't think we ever discussed your freshman year and marijuana oh man multiple like multiple incidents of of weed things all right uh, I don't know where you want to start. Um, like, I remember the first time was at the end of freshman year, like the first semester. And that was when you got yeah, sent it was to the, the hospital. End of each semester, yeah. So they think it was like laced with something. And well, we all got so, sick. All right, let's back up. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I wasn't like a weed smoker, even. I just kept getting caught. <laughs> let's back up. That was the worst so it was part. like during like finals week or something like that it was yeah and 
I'll tell you from my vantage point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be interesting. So, like, we lived on the same dorm on the same floor, and, like, maybe, like, eight yeah. doors away from each other. And I think I had just, like, woken up, and it was, like, probably, like, 11 o'clock or something. And um, I think because my roommates were sleeping, I was, like, on the phone talking to, I don't know who, but I was on the phone, and I sat out in the hallway on the floor. And then all of a sudden, I noticed it was, like, a commotion down by your doorway. And then I think your roommate, Jeff, started, like, walking really quickly past me to go to the RA, who was on the opposite end of the floor. And I just remember him walking really fast and muttering something. And I was like, hey, what's going on? And he, like, just didn't – he just said something to me really quickly and just kept – he didn't stop. And then, and then like, maybe, like, five minutes later, like, I think I saw, like, paramedics. And then I, I still went over there to see, like, hey, what's going on? And, like, he still wouldn't tell me. And then eventually I went into the one of the rooms – like the dorm room across from you who I think, or like, I don't know, two or three doors down or something that a weed, like a big weed smoker, like hippie lived in Murph. Oh yeah. 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 Heather was in there and she was saying, I think she was really stoned or like not with it. I guess she had smoked yeah. with you guys and she was like hiding from the RA or something like that. <laughs> and then, at some point, I think you and someone else, Phyllis, got stretchered out. And you were like, yeah. completely out of it. Like, you didn't even throw up the thumbs up or anything. And <laughs> at some point later in that day, like, that was the end of it. And I know that they took Jeff's pipe away. And not because they found it, but he volunteered it. Right. And I was like, what are you doing? Anyways. Yeah. And then they searched your rooms, I think. And I remember you had a bunch of, like, crazy crap. And they had to go through every single, like, thing. You had all yeah, so I had um, film. film cartridges like stuck everywhere, and they like tore them all down to look into each one of the film cartridges to see if little like cylindrical film cartridges stuck to the ceiling. Yeah. They pulled them all down. Yeah, and then I think later in that day I went to the hospital where you were like lying in a stretcher, like or I think you. I think you woke. They didn't even. You weren't in a room. They didn't even put me in a room. You in the yeah. hallway. They just left me in the hall. <laughs> and and I think I'm not sure if you were awake or not, but I remember, I remember. you were very pale. I remember that. Anyways, so that was my day of what happened. <laughs> I don't remember it being like early in the morning. Was it really early in the morning? I might think I I might have remembered it being early, but it wasn't really early. I think it might have been. I woke up at noon <laughs> yeah i don't know um so i remember like phyllis was trying to run away she was trying to hide and she was like collapsing in the hallway when they grabbed her to like take her into the hospital she was like she like, physically she was couldn't run away yeah like she couldn't get away fast enough <laughs> she was really sick and i was really sick but she didn't want to i was like i gotta go i gotta go to the hospital <laughs> And she was like, no, she didn't want to. From what I remember, Jeff came back from a final or something, and you guys were all there. And then one of you were sitting yeah. in his, like, that stupid chair of his, and then, like, <laughs> fell over or something, and then started throwing up, supposedly. Yeah. I don't remember falling over in the chair, but I was throwing up. Did you puke on the floor? 
no, I think I was in a trash oh. can. I remember the doctor was like, man, <laughs> it just takes me back. <laughs> I've been there, man. So, <laughs> so he didn't care and he didn't think that you were having any problems. No, he was the one that told me it was probably laced with something. Oh. Did you go to St. Elizabeth? There was like nothing he could do about it. You just had to like, let it run its course. Yeah. I start, I threw up again in the hospital. Right. Like I was trying to go to the bathroom and then I like collapsed and fe- like threw up in the hospital. So, I mean, from what I just recollected, were there mm-hmm. any holes to fill? <laughs> Uh, well, I most of the stuff I someone else had to tell me. Oh, uh, was it Heather? Yeah, it was Heather, and they like shined a light in her face, like she was being interrogated. They were probably looking at her pupils. No, I. Well, she didn't get in trouble, did she? I don't. I don't think she got. I think she just went away. Like she yeah. just left and was like, "I'm not here." <laughs> um, I remember um, Jeff's mom. <laughs> Did she call me? Yeah, I got a big lecture from her. What? But she was also like, what do you, she wasn't mad. She was just like, it was, I don't know. How how was she lecturing you when Jeff is like smoked a, a ton of weed? Not like lecturing me, but like trying to tell me to be safer about it or something. That's really <laughs> She wasn't saying don't do this. She was like, because she was a psychiatrist right. or a psychologist. Yeah. Where did, so where did this come from? Where did the weed come from? Um, I think Phyllis had it. It was from Phyllis. It was from the kids that did whippets all the time. Which I don't even know who those kids were. It, they were friends with Marf Murph. Like, I don't remember his Marf name. Marf was the king of the hippies before Barefoot Magoo. Yeah, this was a guy that, he was like a dealer, like a legit dealer. That's interesting. And he sold some laced um, weed. So what happened in the, like, so how did that aftermath go? Like with my parents? Yes, and the school. So, okay, so I remember I I didn't have a final that day, but I had a final the next day. So I, like, had it, and we had to, if you got caught smoking weed, you had to stay the night in the infirmary. Right. Because they tried to keep that stuff from getting to the real police. So they locked you up in the infirmary. So I know you, this because of the second time we ended up there. So you went to the, no, you were at the hospital the first time. I was at the hospital, and then they released me to the infirmary. Oh. So I didn't come back that day and then i had to get up the next day and just go take a final <laughs> and how did you do on that final i can't i mean i i, I did fine do you remember what class it was i don't for? remember what it was no i wish i had my old uh did they give you back the final that would have been an interesting thing to read <laughs> i was fine the next day i sobered up really fast my mom found me in the infirmary she like called the infirmary Somehow, okay. and so I had to talk to her. Oh, but they didn't come. They just called. No, yeah, she just called. And did she like? What did she say? Was she? Was she? Concerned? She was just wor- worried. Yeah. At no point did she get angry. No, not then. <laughs> oh, but then not you- until I got home, because we went. It was right before Christmas break, so we went home right after that. And then she like she laid it into you. She was like, "No Christmas gifts for you this year." <laughs> No, I remember there was a lot of talking about whether I was, like, trustworthy enough to go back. Oh, should they lay the disappointment thing on you? Yeah. And, I mean, it was a lot of money. <laughs> what, the tuition? Yeah. Right. For someone that didn't smoke weed, 
too. I know that was the worst part, man. And you could, you probably couldn't say to anybody, "I don't actually smoke." Right? <laughs> <laughs> no one would believe me. Like, this is I don't do this. I just smoke cigarettes. <laughs> but they found, you know, they thought they had the cops thought they had found the mother load <laughs> like the way i had, had my room decorated and all those right. little they thought they were gonna find a lot they probably they didn't find anything right no because i didn't have anything, yeah, I didn't have anything. <laughs> and Je- all of jeff's stuff he smoked like every night but it was kind of he would just get goofy and then go to bed How it did, wasn't like he was being stupid what was his setup how did he smoke? Because he's such a nervous person. I can't imagine him doing anything like that would potentially get him in trouble. It had to have been a pipe and with like all the stuff. And he was friends with that drug dealer kid. So he would smoke over there a lot. But it was the whole um, paper towel roll full oh. of uh, dryer sheets. But he wouldn't do it in your room. I think he did, but more often than not. No, he totally did it because he would never have gone to someone else's room. That would have been too yeah, too risky. Crazy for him, yeah. But you guys had... And then we had those footlocker things that were locked. Right, but I'm pretty sure the, the cops got to that pretty quickly. Well, that's what he... He had to open it for him. Right. And just handed it to him. Did he... Oh. oh so ahead. they were looking for what we had been smoking... And I don't, someone like took it right away, but then they, and it was like a nice pipe. So they, they give him, they gave the cops a different pipe with the weed in it <laughs> so that they didn't have to get rid of their good pipe. I bet that was Murph. No, it was the other kid. It was the one who. His roommate? No, his roommate was. His roommate he was, was also. a darker kid. Yeah. His roommate was also a little creepy kid that smoked a lot. Maybe it was his roommate then. He was a small, darker kid. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, whose call was it to get the RA? The guy that only we only saw his legs on the, the TV table. <laughs> he was so annoyed that he had to actually do something. Was that Jeff's call, or was that like you? I think so. Well, no, I I said that I needed to go to the hospital. Oh. And so I guess that's how Jeff handled it then. And everyone blamed Jeff being a puss for calling the really? RA. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, that was my, I, I needed it or I thought I did. I probably would have been fine, but I bet if you all just slept it off, like, I don't even know what happened yeah. to Phyllis, but I'm pretty sure she could have, she would have been fine. Yeah. She was more of a veteran than I was as well. What, what was that? Like the first or the second time that you smoked? Like at college or in real life? In real life. Um, no, I had, smoked in high school a little bit and did you actually get any effects from that before you got sick like in high school no 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 from that that incident oh i wrote a story about it interesting segue because in the next semester is when i met evan right and in this english class and i'm pretty sure i wrote the story for the english class and do you have that I, I, not that I know of, I just remember talking about how like all the senses were going through my ears. So like sight was really loud, you know, like things I was saying, like hurt my ears. All of your senses are mixed up. Yeah. So I just pictured myself as a giant ear and that was what the story was about. Probably just wasn't weed. (laughs) 
So when you were at the hospital, though, and the doctor was like kind of very casual about it, did it make you feel any better? Yeah. Well, the fact that a doctor was telling me that it had been so long since he smoked, <laughs> I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, but then you you ended up convincing your parents to let you go back, so that's that worked out, right? Did you get any notices from the school? Um, I'm sure there had to have been stuff. I didn't see it though. I. I'm getting it mixed up with the second time because yeah, no, I, I can fill in the blanks on the second time. <laughs> yeah. That one uh, I, I can. Do you want to tell that story now or do you want to wait? Um, I don't know if you have anything more to share about this one. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, in hindsight, if you yeah. had, if you, if your parents were like, Nope, can't go back. You probably would have went into like your photo school sooner. Um, I don't know. I didn't really get into photography till junior year of college, so. Oh. All right, well, then maybe it worked out for the best then. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, but probably not. So, the second incident, and this one I was involved in, also happened around finals time. Finals, yep. And this but was like, the next semester. Right. So, a whole semester later. <laughs> when you, I probably smoked weed zero times in that semester. <laughs> When you were probably on probation from the first incident. Absolutely was. Um, yes. I think what happened. So it was that girl, Amanda, that I knew from high school. Oh, I was going to say, do you remember that girl's name? Yeah, Amanda. Yep. And she, I don't, I don't think she did well on a final. I don't know. What is it with people? Like, I think you guys smoked the first time because someone didn't do well on their final, right? Really? I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways, so I think she didn't do well on a final and was like, I want to go smoke. And she came to me for some reason because it's not like I smoked either. No, yeah. You smoked even less than I did. It was one and you had smoked zero times. um, And then I somehow managed to find some. And then she was like, oh, I can't smoke alone. And I was like, "Ah, all right, fine. (laughs) And then I was like, ah, but I don't want to smoke alone either. So then I went and grabbed you. Right. And then we went to the top of, like, we went on the roof of a study building. Right. Across from our dorm. Yep. And I don't know why that was a good idea either. Because that was, like, uh, a very exposed and open space. Clearly not a good idea. Because we could have easily just went out into, like, the street, like, where no one was instead of, like, on a college campus. Like, those surrounding streets, since I, like, ended up living yeah. in that area later, like, there were so many places that we could have gone to. Right. I don't know why we didn't think of that. But I don't remember ever, like, leaving the campus. Right. That was such a scary thing. There was, like, a an invisible, like, wall. Yeah. And there was, like, that cemetery across the street that we probably could have gone into. Yeah. Like, that whole area is, like, these, like, just residential homes that you could just walk around and no one would ever bother you. Yeah. Um, anyways, so but if we had been bothered, it would have been by real police. Yeah, but there's no, no cops around there. It's Chestnut Hill. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then the three of us went on top of the roof of this little like one story study room that was randomly there. I don't even understand what that was there for. And you didn't even smoke that time. It was me and that girl Amanda. Yep. And you smoked cigarettes. 
The reason I was there was to try to cover the smell with cloves. Oh, is that our brilliant idea? I smoked cloves, yeah. <laughs> like that's a, so I was smoking cloves. This is the terrible idea. <laughs> Why did you even agree to that? I don't know. I, at no point was I like, hey, guys, I'm on probation <laughs> for smoking weed. Maybe I shouldn't be around you. Or just maybe this is a terrible idea. Yeah, no, I didn't care what you did with your life. I mean, even <laughs> if we did like the the the, the dryer sheets inside of a, a, a bottle and then did that outside, that probably would have worked out better. I don't know if it was the smell that got the guy or he actually just saw us. So I can tell you why he found us. Anyways, oh. so we were smoking and then that girl, Amanda, started like laughing really loudly. Oh. and She was talking really loudly. Oh. And then at some point I saw a flashlight and that was like, oh, my God. And it was, but it wasn't a cop. It was just stupid campus oh, police. Yeah. And he wasn't even a police. I, I think he was like a hall monitor or something. No, I thought he was going to be cool about it, actually. Yes, me too. Yeah. And it was just one, like, gumpy, white-looking dude. Yeah. And he had his flashlight. And then at some point, he was asking us questions about... He was asking us random questions and then, like, decided to call in the real campus police at some point. Yeah. And I don't know why, but then those campus police came and they were like total like cowboys. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, why are you messing <laughs> with me right now? Because I remember. It doesn't help to be in those situations when you're stoned. No. <laughs> I can't imagine what it was like. Right. You were completely sober. Right. And I was like really high. Yeah. Because they did the sobriety test on me and I remember failing real hard. What did they make you do? I had to stand up and put my hands out and touch my nose. And I like totally like poked my eyes out. And then I don't know if I was supposed to walk in a straight line or not, or like balance on one leg, but I didn't do either. And I like didn't even try. You were just like, take me away. please. Well, I remember one of the, the campus cops was like, he was asking me all sorts of questions about where I was from. And he was like, and I told him Revere, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm from, I live in Everett. I'm going to keep a real good eye on you. And I was like, are you really? <laughs> and, then we, and then I remember vaguely remembering the stupid hall monitor guy, like, making a face at us, like, almost like I didn't know they were going to do this. Oh. Yeah, I didn't get that Cause from him. Because at some point, he, like, just became, he just, like, shrinked into the, the shadows and I think when the the first dude came, I think Amanda like chucked the pipe into the the like the over the <laughs> side of the building, and they like somehow found it. Really, I'm good with these stories because I literally don't. I don't remember most of this. Do you? You don't? Did they give you a sobriety sobriety? I, I don't remember that. No. I what I also remember. I don't know how I remember this because I was really stoned. You used to keep your cigarette butts in your jacket pocket. Oh, yeah. And they made you, when they patted you down, they asked you to take them out and you had to explain. <laughs> because you had like a whole like handful of them. They were all cloves. That was Heather's doing. She was anti-throwing them on the ground. And you just never threw them into the trash. So gross. I remember that though now that you say that. Right. It's almost like, it's almost like I didn't smoke and you smoked. <laughs> Yeah, I one thing I kind of remember from that is they never said, are you stoned? Because I was ready to be like, 
no, sir, I am not. Right. They Please, just, like, let me go. Well, looked at the three of us. It was a white chick, an Asian dude, and a, a guy with a beard and, like, all sorts of piercings. Yeah. So they just assumed you were stoned. I got stereotyped. Totally. Or whatever it's called. And then I remember Profile. being in the squad car. But we got driven to the infirmary, not the hospital. Right. Because that was the jail of... Boston College. Boston College. And I think it was on it was on the other campus. It was on Newton. Yes. And that yeah. was a pain to get back from in the morning. I remember that. That's how they got you. And when we got there, there was like another kid that was already there. And he was like dressed really weirdly. And I couldn't tell if he was also a patient or if he just like lived there like or something. I remember that. Like he was like dressed really like like his shirt was like all tattered and like his hair was all messed up. Oh. And so I remember they they were taking like that weird nurse. Do you remember the weird nurse? No. It was like this little white woman. It was like old and she was like way too calm. And she asked you to go into like I think she was taking us one by one to go into the other room to like check us out basically. Yeah. And she told you to go in there. But just you. And I was like so out of my mind. I like followed you. <laughs> she wasn't there for some reason and it was just me and you and you kept saying like you're not supposed to be in here it's just me <laughs> and I was like what and I just kept saying what what and eventually I was like oh just you that sounds really familiar but you don't how do you not remember that no, the other the next part I remember is just staring at the ceiling all night <laughs> Like, I'm dead, I am dead, I'm dead. Um, so then, after I left the room, I remember at that point, I think the high wore off because it was taking so long for her to, like, get to me. And I went in the bathroom and I puked. I puked up a lot. Wow. And then I came back out, and then finally the nurse brought Amanda into the room to examine her, and then I puked again. Wow. And then I think I, I think by this point you were already in your, like, your bed or whatever so and she yeah. while the nurse was examining amanda i like went into that room and i hadn't <laughs> been like examined yet and i went in there and i was like chad i just puked so much <laughs> and then i left and then she examined me and then like she was like okay just go to sleep and all i remember all night long was oh my god i can't sleep because amanda won't shut up <laughs> like they put us in all different rooms yeah and she just kept crying. And I think she kept getting out of bed. And I remember the nurse being like, you need to go back into bed right now. Yeah, that I don't... I never hung out with that girl except for that one time, basically. Yeah, no, she, I, she was... It was not a good experience. She had, like, social, like... she. I think she was trying to maintain her social status as a cheerleader. Uh, um, and so I just remember she kept crying. She kept begging for something. And they kept yelling at her to go back. And eventually, like, <laughs> I kept staring at the ceiling hoping to go to sleep. I mean, I must have got fallen asleep. Yeah. But and I don't... I think we were done with finals at this point. So it's not like we didn't have to go take a final. Right. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't think we had to go into different rooms. Because the next morning, when we were talking about it, I think we all went into separate rooms. <laughs> but there were many beds in those rooms. Yeah. And I think you were like, we could have slept in the same room and we could have like just talked. The entire time. 
and then we had to wait for the bus at like seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was. I think that was the worst part. <laughs> well, the worst part for me was afterwards because you didn't know what was going to happen, right? Right. And did you ever hear from anyone? I had to. So this that summer, it was like a day later. We all left for summer. <laughs> It was so weird. Um, but I was supposed to get a job that summer, and I, was, I like I couldn't get a job. I was like, no, parents, I can't get a job. <laughs> I have to stand by the mail every day. So they sent us something in the mail, like a letter saying. Right. To, you're going to get uh, a phone call. Right. So then I had to sit by the phone all summer <laughs> after that. Just wait for the dean or whatever to call. And apparently my story lined up with everyone else's story because I got off. At the very least, your story lined up with mine. Because I I remember AIM was a thing back then. And Amanda would AIM me like 10,000 times because I I told her. I I remember I said it this morning, the morning that we left, too. I I said to you, I was like, are you good? Don't worry. Like, we're both going to tell them that you didn't smoke. Right. And so then I remember afterwards, after we left, like she texted, she like messaged me a thousand times and was like, if you're going to take the blame, right? right, She wanted me to take the blame for everyone. And I was like, absolutely not. And that was like (laughs) the end of like our friendship, basically. Yeah. And then I remember talking to the dean and I was like, I think I let off with, first of all, I just want you to know that Chad did not smoke. (laughs) Aw. You kept me in Boston College. And then I think, I think that was, that was it. So what was your, what happened to you? How did you get in trouble? Oh, so the Dean, so I didn't get, the Dean was like, all right, fine. Like you never got in trouble before. Like just don't get into trouble again. But then somebody, I think Meg messaged me and was like, you guys borrowed Melissa's, whatever her name was, her, her, that girl's pipe. And yeah. they confiscated it, so you should replace it. Oh yeah, yes. And then, so then that girl Meg, and some dude, I don't know why Meg was even in the area, but like they came and picked me up in Revere, and we drove. Really? Yeah. I don't know why she was there. I think she she's from like Minnesota or something, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know who that guy was, and we drove to New Hampshire to a pipe shop. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and because, like, le- weed wasn't legal then. <laughs> I had to drink. My, my throat's getting dry from all this weed talk. <clears throat> and then I don't even think I got, like, a very good, like, replacement. It was, like, a really cheap-looking plastic bubbler. <laughs> and it was, like, 10 or $15. And so then I bought it. And then I had to hold it all summer. And then at some point when I went to my job, my summer job, I like just had it in a random bag that I was planning on bringing back to school to give to her. Yeah. And then like my sister found it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then that was like, I came home from work one day and was like, what is this? And I was (laughs) like, there's no weed. And that was like, that was like the, the shit show of all shit shows. Right. She told your parents, or it was just her? No, she she had it there, and then she told my parents. And then my mother, like, ran through all the scenarios. They were like, oh, my God, are you dealing drugs now, too? And they were (laughs) like, do you need help? Do we need to call the police? 
there was it was a very long it was a very long night yeah i can imagine yeah and i and i had to be like no like and my i remember my so my sister and my mother freaked out like a lot because they were like where do you buy this from do they know where you live like like <laughs> are they going to try to sell you more because if you don't if you stop buying it from them are they going to kill you yeah. and they were like are they going to make you sell it for them now and then my father i remember we got like a bubbler and a bong and my father like just was holding both of them and was trying to figure out how to use them. <laughs> so while they, that was his contribution, yeah. contribution to the punishment. So they were like yelling at me, asking me a sort of a bunch of stupid questions. And then my father was sitting there and then like he was like fiddling around with it. And then he would be like, oh, I see. It's like you got to put this <laughs> weed here and then you pull it here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But that was that was that. I don't even remember how I talked myself out of that. And then I don't think I ever gave it to them either. I think they, like, crushed it and, like, destroyed it and threw it away. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember there being a thing about them not getting... They were, like, mad at us. Who? Whoever. Melissa or whoever's thing it was. Pipe. Probably. Even though, I mean... Whatever. (laughs) That lasted a whole three more years is that what they were mad about yeah that's why they yeah i mean they should go talk to amanda she was the one that threw it over the side (laughs) um well i appreciate you having my back in that situation yeah we wouldn't have had all the other stories from the podcast we wouldn't have 20 episodes of podcasts if it weren't for that yeah absolutely not um i would be I'd probably be better off, honestly. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No thanks to Amanda. Yeah, F that girl. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait for that summer to end. That was the worst. That was by far the worst summer possible. I moved into. In, in my little white life. Yes. What, what, what did you do that summer? Did your parents not let you leave the house? I mean, so they didn't know. They never found out. So then why was that? Yeah, so my whole goal, I would have got, they wouldn't have let me go back to school for sure. So then why was that so terrible? You got away with it. No, because I was supposed to get a job, make some money that summer. Oh. But I was just scared the whole time. But then you got away. But then the dean was like, oh, you're good. You didn't bother to go find a job then? Yeah, no. I worked for my dad probably, so I could start going into the office more. Did you ever tell them at some point? Nope. I'll I'll send my dad this episode. <laughs> but you My dad was I my dad smoked a lot of weed back in the Did he even care the first time then? Um he would have been I don't remember specifically, but he would have been like stupid kids doing stupid things. <laughs> like why do you get caught kind of. Right. But my mom right, would have freaked out. Yeah, I just remember moving back to the dorms like day one at like 9 a.m. Because I had some stupid job at the museum and I could only like it was only three Uh days out of the week. And basically on those other four days of the week, I was at home. Yeah, I would try to like schedule hanging out with people like around work hours. But did your parents know that you got in trouble with the school? No, they they found that thing later. The, The the bong or whatever they just found it was never related 
It's pretty good. Yeah, so I managed to get out of that. <laughs> what do you think would have happened if they would have found out about that? Oh, oh, I mean, they wouldn't have not told me to go back to school. That would just be kind of silly. Right. But they would have been like, maybe you need to live at home. And that would have really sucked. I mean, that would have been the same thing for me. I would have had to go to college in San Antonio, Texas. The weird thing <laughs> is that in college or in high school, I had my moments of like showing up at like at night really out of my mind at like 3 a.m. Yeah. And my parents were like, whatevs. <laughs> they didn't know no better. I would come home like not even able to get the key in the door. My mother would open the door from the other way and I'd be like, oh, crap, the door opened by itself. <laughs> And then I would just go and crash on the couch and then wake up the next day like nothing had happened. Hmm. Yeah, it was really weird. I mean, you you weren't drinking or smoking, so, right? right? No. So you didn't smell, so they couldn't. Right. They probably couldn't figure it I out. I just walked in like a zombie and I said, I need to go to sleep. Yeah, heroin. Heroin will do that. Can't smell heroin. Right. Anyways, so yeah, that was fun fun path down memory lane so kids if you're gonna do drugs don't get caught um all right good episode good 20th episode congratulations on 20 episodes Morris. we started off kind of depressing ended it off on a good note what was good about that note we didn't get we didn't get kicked out of college we didn't get kicked out of college you didn't get into trouble uh, you stayed at Boston College. You stayed in Boston. I did. That was the whole genesis of of this. <laughs> and then the following year, it allowed for the 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 radio show. Yeah, I didn't go back. I stopped going home for uh, summers after that. Actually, because of that, like if I'm if I'm gonna get in trouble, I was like, I got. Yeah, I gotta stay <laughs> in Boston now. Well, we can talk about your summer escapades. Your remaining, I thought we did that a little bit. Your remaining two years of summer at, in Boston. Yeah, I think we've told some stories from. I think junior year, but sophomore year, no. We can dig out dig out stories for sure. Sophomore year, when you were on the linen crew. Yeah, I thought we had talked about the linen crew. I don't think so, because I wasn't on it. I was Carlos. I was supposed <laughs> to be on it, but I wasn't. Yeah, so that'll be the story of how we got separated that summer. <laughs> Yes. And all the drugs you brought. Did I? <laughs> to the door. Oh, yes. That wasn't me. That was my associates. One who is now dead. R.I.P. <laughs> okay. All right. Joe Chaos quote. In the mortal words of Joe Chaos, we don't kiss ass. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> there was more, but I wanted to stop there. So hey. Oh, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at How Do We Get Him PT. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. And still never be on Google Play. <laughs> We're further away from being on Google Play, honestly. Never. Carlos is just going to have to get an iPhone. <laughs> We're never getting sponsored. <laughs> <laughs>